Hey, thank you so much for downloading the show today. On this episode, we talk spring, spring cleaning, allergies, purging of the old and in with the fresh and new. We do a little celeb talk, talk about some of our favorite people, and of course, our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Hurry up and get home so we can have sex, please. Like, I'm dying. Paula. I spray everything with Lysol. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. I am Jamie with my sister Paula. Episode 265. Ugh! Ugh! Welcome, welcome! The gang's all here. It's just me and you. <laughs> it's just us. <laughs> How's it going? I'm having a little bit of thick throat. I think it's uh, the allergies. Well, spring has arrived. in full. It's in full force here in California, even though apparently we're supposed to be getting a deluge this week. I, I hope so, because... I don't know what it is about spring. Well, I know what it is. First of all, spring and early summer are like my most favorite parts of the year. I love the change in the season. I love it when it's warm until like seven o'clock at night. There's no chill yeah. in the air quite yet. I just love that. And it just everything's in bloom. And so I'll take a deep breath and then I'll start coughing and sneezing. Of course. Because of all the pollen. And um, right now, was it the other day? I was like, oh, it's so nice outside. And so I was standing outside and I did it. It was just like a movie. I took a deep breath and I'm like, I smell orange blossoms and all this stuff. And I was like, <coughs> God, it was, like, it was I was like, OK, that wasn't romantic at all. I looked out the window the other day and it looked like it was snowing. And I'm oh, like, yeah. what the heck is going on? And so our neighbor has one of those trees that's got all the little white petals. Oh, yes. And so I'm just like, oh, look, I'm like, it's snowing allergies. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Yeah, I, the other day I was sitting there and I'm like, man, I, I feel like I'm wearing a sweater on my face right now. My whole face felt fuzzy. And my eyes were burning. And I hate that because I like to wear eye makeup. And this is just not the time of year where you can really do it. I mean, you can, but there are days where you just can't do it. And uh, that that was the other day. I had put on mascara, and by the end of the day, I looked like a raccoon because I kept rubbing my eyes. <laughs> Tammy like a child. Faye Baker. Oh, yeah. God. I said I should, you know, this is when those um, those eyelash extensions that you can have glued on, those would be great right now. So then you wouldn't have to do mascara, but you'd still have eyelashes. I want to do that. But I mean, I do, do you have to go to like a salon to get it done? There are eyelash places. There's actual places that do it. I'll have to try and do that sometime. You know, the the place where you can get your eyebrows threaded. Oh, God. <laughs> like the kiosk in the center. Yeah, you don't want to go to anything like that. You want to go to a place where they actually know what they're doing. Yeah, and there are really. a couple. It was funny. We were talking about this. One of my daughters was like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. Even though they have like luxuriously long lashes. Right. And I said, you realize that if you get that done, you can't wear mascara. It breaks the lash down. They have to be completely clean all the time. They don't even suggest a liquid liner or anything. You have to keep it pretty clean on there. And then that totally, that ship sailed. They're like, well, if I can't do that, forget it. If I can't look like an Instagram makeup model, then forget it. <laughs> so we don't do that. So that that discussion ended. But it's not that bad either. So I was thinking that would be a great... Intro to spring, get the lashes put on. Because I think they last, it's like a perm. I think oh, okay. they last like four to six weeks. And I, I'm thinking that could get me through. 
I could do it. Yeah. I need to do something with my eyebrows, though. But anyway, so it is spring, and the warmer weather and the longer days because of that horrible time change that we have to endure every fucking year. I don't know about you, but I notice dirt everywhere. Now that it's really sunny longer, I see, you know, the carpets need to be cleaned, and there's cobwebs that I didn't Mm -hmm. see before. And also, I decided, and I do this every year, I decided that I have too many clothes that I don't wear, and it's time to clean out the closet and the drawers and make a donation to Goodwill or Salvation Army and uh, just get rid of everything. I'm going to live like the European women and have like three outfits and that's it. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I mean, you did it. You bought four shirts of the same color. That must be going well for you. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. did do that. Well, actually, I was kind of mad at myself because I bought a bunch of long sleeve shirts. And I'm oh. like, why did I do that? I just, for <laughs> some reason, because when I bought them, it was, it was freezing. Right. And then right. all of a sudden, it's like, you know, 75 degrees. And <laughs> I- so... Uh, I Although know. I don't, I don't mind long sleeves because I have, I feel like I have matronly arms. So I don't, you know, I think I her- inherited those from one of our grandmothers. So I don't mind the long sleeves personally, but you don't have that. No, I have okay arms, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, I'm sure it will be like, you know, 80, 85 degrees by the end of the month. And, and so you'll be wearing a, a long sleeve button up. <laughs> I don't know what I'll do. I did get some short sleeves. Like I said, I accidentally bought two bought of the same many. shirts. So yes. that's four. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> so now, of course, I have piles of clothes that I hate all in my closet and then one in the, the bedroom in front of my dresser. And I'm waiting for, you know, and Daryl, well, he's not very detail oriented, so he doesn't see it, which is nice sometimes. But and other times it's not nice because he'll see something and glaze over it and it'll just sit there forever i've told you about the experiments cat poop or something no he's good at that but that's because i'm a shrew when it comes to stuff like that but you know i told you about the experiment where i left his coke can sitting on the coffee table for almost a month (laughs) (laughs) to see if he would ever notice it no it just sat there just collecting dust and making me mad every single day that is so funny. You know, and of course, he'll get mad and say, well, why didn't you just say anything? I go, because I am not your mother, and I shouldn't have to tell you to clean up after yourself. And I've been saying that for 20 years. So it doesn't really change. Those fights that you had in the beginning never, ever change. They're the same, I'm sure. Yeah, they for are. For you, they're the same. They never change. Yeah, same no, that arguments. is true. That, ugh, gosh. Victor always puts a glass on the side of the couch and mm. it will inevitably get knocked over of or course. spilled or something. And I'm like, how many times do I have to tell you, do not put a glass on the side of the couch? I'm like, we have small children. We have one very clumsy child and I am clumsy myself. Someone's going to get impaled on it's that glass. going to get knocked over. It's true. It is so true. He's like, well, where am I supposed to put my glass? I'm like, on the coffee table, wherever the rest of us put our glasses. One day you're going to buy an end table for Victor and it's going to be next to the co- to the couch. It's going to be on a little very specific table just for his glass. Yeah. Never get used. Never Probably. will it be used. It will Probably. just sit there and mock you because you tried to rectify the situation he'll and it won't glass, work. Because he'll be like, well, I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You just don't want to admit that it's a good idea. So it'll be this power struggle. You and the and I'm like, when you die, I am burying you with that end table trust it will happen it's just the way it is but yes so spring has sprung and i'm already doing some spring cleaning and i've created this long ass list of stuff that i will never ever 
get through. But I did get uh, my garden started this year. Good. I need and to start mine. Are you going to do one this year? You have a backyard. You should well, do it. I do have a backyard, but I don't actually have an area per se to put one. So I'm going to have Victor build me one of those boxes. I was just going to say, just do the above ground garden kits. What are those like garden boxes or whatever? Something like that. And yeah, so that's what our mom does. I'm hoping that he's capable. And you could buy kits. You don't even have to like be handy. You can just like buy a kit and nail it together, I think. Something like that. And yeah. So he's like right now going through a woodworking phase. And so I'm <gasps> just afraid that if I say I just need something simple, four, you know, it's going to take him four, you know, four months and it's going to look like the Taj Mahal and it's going to, you know, stain it. And, Only the finest of woods. And then planting season will be over. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. I'll miss it all together. I will say I was foolish and we went to uh, the local nursery, we went to Green Acres, which is like my favorite nursery here. They have some really cool like heirloom tomatoes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I bought four tomatoes this year because I always go overboard and then it's a jungle and I can't get in there and I end up seeing like giant spiders living in there and I can't, yeah. then I'd stop gardening completely. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm only doing four this year. And then we bought some shishito peppers, which we couldn't find last year. And I'm super excited about. I hope they work. And I got some herbs and stuff. But as I was preparing the garden, I thought that Daryl had killed my garden snake, Verdell, because he had smashed him last year towards the end of the year when he was cleaning up for fall. And I was truly angry at him. I said, look, this garden snake is like he's special because he keeps things out. Like, he eats stuff. He eats all mm-hmm. the things I hate. So we got to keep him around. And so I thought he killed him because he looked like he had. But Verdell is a big pussy. He's he's a chicken. He's not aggressive at all. He plays dead a lot. <laughs> he play, he was playing dead. So I pulled back some of the, the ground cover because I, I need to recondition the soil and everything. And I'm pulling it back. And there he is playing dead. I don't know. I mean, of course, I'm I'm turning him into human. I'm humanizing him. So I know I really know he's not doing this. But he got a good look at me and he realized that I who I am and that we have a, you know, symbiotic relationship. And he's like, oh, all right. So he turned around. He started to slither off. I'm like, oh, I got to show Paula. That Verdell has lived. Oh, yes. Because do you know how much I love snakes? (laughs) I know. And I'm like, Verdell lives. What color is he? Like he is like a pinkish. He has a pinkish hue. He's okay. like a, he's like a light brown pinkish color, but I think it's because he's underground a lot. Like I don't think he gets a lot of sun, and so because I think he eats stuff in the ground. I I've had people try to tell me what kind of snake it was. They say, oh, he's a red racer. Oh, he's this or that. Oh, I've never seen snakes where you live. And I'm like, well, I mean, he's not. He's obviously not rare, but mm. and I don't know what he is. But we we live right by the river, so it could be anything. It could be anything. Well, obviously he's not, you know, venomous. He's not venomous. He has a cute little face. I, unlike you, I'm actually not afraid of snakes. Snakes don't bother me. I don't like lizards. And I, you know, I think we all know how I feel about spiders. So I'm cool with him. But it did, he, Daryl's like, be honest. Did you get startled? And I'm like, no, I did not get startled. He doesn't scare me because I know who he is now. I've seen, or, or she, I have no idea. So yeah, they he just hangs out and just lives his life, and I and I live mine. The, the only time that I ever got startled was there was a very aggressive alligator lizard last year. Oh, 
he was like charging me and stuff and i wouldn't even go in the garden because i was afraid of him because he was big well he was big too he wasn't little he was like probably four or five inches long and he was aggressive and so daryl accidentally decapitated it though so oh yeah i was gonna say just do what i do and squirt it with lysol (laughs) oh my god i spray everything with lysol see i would be afraid it would charge me if i did that it'd be really mad like, go ahead. Try and see your through your eyes with this stuff. Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah, I'm in the process. But now I'm feeling overwhelmed because I just there's everything in my house feels dirty. You know, I don't know. I need to enlist the help of others because like, well, yeah, I just don't I just don't think it's fair that I should have to clean everything. I well, mean, it isn't. I realize I'm home, but well, who wants to spend their whole day cleaning? That sucks. <laughs> You're not even getting paid. It's like, if I'm going to do that, I'll go get paid to do it. Jesus. It was funny. You know, you see those little, those little like memes that people post about how, you know, you know, you're a mom when you say fucking A before you go, yes, when someone calls you. Yeah, right. That's it. It's so true. The other day I was looking down and I saw like paw prints and, you know, hair because, you know, our husky just sheds like a ridiculous, Mm -hmm. ridiculous amount of, of fur. And I just looked down. I'm like, fucking animals. Like, where? what is my life? Why is my life this? It's it's dog hair. That is my life. It just gets like that, especially during the spring when everything seems so clean and new and fresh. And then you look inside your house and it looks like a shithole. Maybe that's where spring cleaning came from. I don't know. Yeah, it, I think it is. I think it's the sun shining in on everything. And just it's saying, just... look at the honesty. Look at how honestly dirty you are. It's time to call a cleaning person. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, time to call the maids. Victor made an announcement the other day. He says, when we start to lose our animals, he says, we're not going to replace them. (laughs) I said, okay. He says, there's too much hair and it's too much maintenance (laughs) and I just want a break. (laughs) So I said, okay. But I'm kind of with him because it's just... I think losing animals is traumatic enough. Like when I've only lost the one, but I mean, that was traumatic. I couldn't imagine losing the others and then just trying to like, you know, get a puppy or something like that. Like, God, yeah, that would be horrible. I do understand. I think everybody goes through a phase when, you know, when you get baby fever, yeah. Then it, when you know you're definitely not having a baby, then you transition into other young new things like puppies and kittens. Yeah. So I did go through a phase where I was truly searching through shelters and looking at, you know, puppies for sale and stuff. And then at some point, something happened. I think Bodega had killed a chicken or something. <laughs> and I went, you know, man, I just, maybe we just shouldn't, maybe we should just let things lie. Right. We have a very, very primal dog in our lives. And the other one's blind and old. Maybe we should just let it go, you know? And then our two cats are psychotic. So it's, I'm with you. And and Daryl has made the similar announcement. He's like, never are we having any more cats. When these (laughs) die, that's it. Never again are we having cats. Now, We all know that's not true. See, I like cats. I I don't mind them. I like my cat, honey. Mm -hmm. She's okay. She's a bitch. But that's what the thing is, is that the two cats that I liked, they were boys. Yeah, I like males, for sure. Boy cats are pretty cool. They are. 
if I could get another cat that was like them, then that would be awesome. But like, we're going to have honey for a while and that's just irritating. <laughs> it's sad, isn't it? That we have, you, you know, their lifespan is way ahead of them. It's long. I, I know, know. Right. And so watch, I say that and I'm going to feel a lump <laughs> she's gonna get on her or something. <laughs> or she's going to start dragging her legs she's around. You'll be like, oh, cancer no, or something that's what terrible. I get. <laughs> here I am on air talking about how I hate my cats. It's like, well, I have some news. Honey is dead. Honey is uh, terminally ill. Yes, and we're not going to pay for the chemo. Would you pay for a cat's chemo? Fuck no. Okay. Are you kidding? No. Look, I had a vet tell me once and it stuck with me and it still sticks with me. Animals don't know what their lifespan is. If they have a great life and they only live a year, that's all they know. They yeah. they have no concept of, I didn't have children. I never married. They don't <laughs> right. know any of that stuff. They don't know that they're virgins. They just die. And so to me, it's like, we appreciate if they live a long time, if they're good animals. But if they're terrible, it's like, God, 10 more years of this. I mean, it's really a nightmare sometimes when they're bad, you know, when they're difficult. Yeah. Well, speaking of people, uh, little oh. people. Uh, there's some celeb news, some celeb news that we need to discuss. First of all, poor Vern Troyer. What happened? Well, you know who Vern is. Yes, I do. You like him a lot, actually. You were, you're a big fan of his. Well, he became despondent and suicidal. And Mm. so he got incredibly intoxicated and his friend was worried. So they called 911 and now he's in the hospital. Oh, and no. I know. I, I mean, there, there are so many things you could joke about. But the reality is, is it's not funny. No, it's not. And it's really sad. And, and the thing is, is that I actually found him quite endearing in all of the um, Austin, Power movies. Austin Powers movies. I thought he played that role so well. And I know he's been in other stuff, but that's when I remember him. That's mm-hmm. what I remember him from. I mean, his life was already difficult. I mean, you're already born with a challenge, right? And then you make something of yourself. And yet still, even with success and money and all and friends that obviously love you, you're still struggling. And at, at this point, I mean, he's got to be in his 50s. Yeah, it's not like he married and had kids or something like that. Or... Yeah, yeah. That's so I just... be... I'm, I'm just assuming that's what everybody wants. Maybe they don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I read that and I thought of you actually because I know how much you like him, yeah. honestly, and not in a not in a make fun of way that you actually genuinely think he's great. And so I was like, oh, that's really sad. I haven't heard anything. It's only been a couple of days as of this recording that he's been hospitalized. I assume he won't die. But no, he's, actually, he, he's in the best place possible. He is. He is. And so what I'm hoping is that he gets the help he needs and that his friends continue to support him and that he gets back on track. That's my hope. Well, good. Because for... it's long. Tr- it could be a long ride when, yeah. when that happens. When you hit that kind of bottom, it takes a long time to recover. So hopefully that's a not too uh, too long of a trial. Also, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if it's me or if the programming has gotten better. But ABC has kind of been hitting it out of the park with their new shows. And Alex Inc., have you watched it? Okay, I haven't seen that, but is that the one about the guy who quits his job to start a podcast? Yes. Okay. It is good. I've seen First some of, all- of those, those, those shows where he's talking <laughs> in bed, yes. and then his wife leans over and she's like, shut up, or something yes. like that. Yes, he's like, oh, sorry. Well, th- what's funny, there, there's a couple of parts of it that, that are interesting to me. First of all, the fact that podcasts 
is a show it's crazy yeah that's and i think that's going to do wonders for the industry of podcasting Mm -hmm. it gives it some legitimacy second zach braff is adorable Mm -hmm. he's so cute and he he kind of reminds me of john ritter a lot and so i like watching him do his physical comedy and stuff so but the other thing is i'm looking at all the equipment they're using oh like, yeah what mic is he using what what recorder is that i'm like do i need that you know so i'm starting to go maybe i need that equipment because now you know because he's gonna have the best stuff because he got an investor who's like a uh, elon musk type investor oh, so nice. he's got a shit ton of money and so that but that kind of alleviates the struggling podcaster part so now he just has money for miles so he can now they can focus on the stories and the recording and the guests and all that stuff. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> yes, that would be great. If you're rich and you're listening <laughs> and you want to invest in us and you just want to invest in us and just let us not worry about anything ever again, call us. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? We have a really great idea. And it's this. <laughs> also, Michael Imperioli is in it. Michael and you, you, you know who that is. He was on The Sopranos. He was the young nephew of Tony Soprano. Okay, okay. So anyway, I've seen the first episode. I missed the second episode, but now, I'm, now I have it DVR'd, so I won't miss it. Okay. I already like it. And I think it's because I relate to podcasting, obviously, and I love radio and media and storytelling, which is why we even started this whole project of The Ugly Truth. So I'm really curious to see how this goes. Now, his podcast is one of those true crime podcasts. So I don't know if you've ever heard, if you've ever listened to any true crime podcast, Paula, but you would love it. Stephanie would absolutely love it. Because they're so compelling if they're done well. Mm-hmm. So you would like it. There, there's okay. a lot of really good ones out there. There was one that I was listening to called Dear John. And it is so compelling and freaky and scary. And it's real. It's, they interview the real people about this person who and ultimately is stalking them. And a listener of ours also was listening to this true crime Dear John. And we both had the same opinions, like, the mother's the worst. We're like, yeah, she's terrible, you know. And so it's really cool if you can get one that kind of goes kind of popular, because then you'll hear other people talking about it. And then suddenly you're like, I have some theories, you know, and then you just really get into it. So it'll be interesting to see how they play off on this on the show, Alex Inc. I'm excited about it. I think it's a really cool thing for all of us podcasters out there who love the medium. Cool. Which I do. I really love the medium. So... Finally, let's talk about Channing and Jenna, Mr. and Mrs. Tatum. Okay, so first of all, the ombre-colored memo that they sent out to the world. Saying that they still love each other, nothing's changed, and that their love is just taking them separate ways. And I'm like, I'm confused. I'm like, are you guys splitting up or what? Or did you guys have just like a really big fight? Because (laughs) if it's that loving, why are you splitting up? See, that's the, I, I take issue with that. If you're so in love, yeah, then work it, work your shit out. Like, why are you splitting if that if it's just we nothing's changing, we just can't do it anymore. It's like that seems like a cop out to me personally. Yeah, although I think the sweeter the press release, the more vicious the split. That's what I think. <sighs> I don't know because in most recent years things were okay with them, and so. 
I want to say it was just in the last year that things changed, and I don't know what it was, though. Well, first of all, to, today, whatever day today is, there was a discussion that they've actually been separated for, for a while. It wasn't like somebody moved out yesterday. Like, this has been going on for quite a while. Same thing. There was somebody else who split up, and they had been separated for, like, six months or something. Oh, Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris. They had actually been separated for quite a while before they went public. And so I think that's kind of the same thing. They've probably been out, you know, probably for at least a few months at at minimum. But And, of course, they have a four-year-old, so they're probably trying to keep things under wraps and keep things positive because... You know, someday their child will see all of this. Right. Which I completely respect, by the way. It is funny how there was an interview she did a few months ago, how, you know, she gets really mad when people say we have the perfect life because we don't. We argue just like everybody else, which, of course, you do. Just because you're pretty doesn't mean anything. Right. Just because Chatting Tatum is like one of the hottest men I've ever seen does not mean anything. Right. I mean, he still probably sits around and picks his nose and doesn't pick up his glass right you know i mean my god it's still and then he had mentioned a couple of years ago that he might be a functioning alcoholic (laughs) so there could be a couple of there could be a couple of things that are going on that we didn't know about but yeah they're they're very pretty (laughs) and i am sad that the marriage i'm always sad when marriage ends i don't care what it is well and i get confused when they say we split right because i'm always just like so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or is there just no chance? Yeah, like has the divorce been been wrapped up and you're just doing doing this to get ahead of the of the public filings or are, are you are you really just splitting up and just kind of seeing how it goes or cuz see know. Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt said they were just splitting up. Yeah. But and as far as I'm concerned, no divorce has been filed yet or anything like that. But they both have been seeing other people. Yeah, that is over. She, I love her, by the way. Anna Ferris is one of the coolest chicks ever. She's Speaking of cool. podcasts, she has a great podcast. However, I was thinking about it going, you know, first of all, I can't imagine if I, if I was required to send out a press release. And I guess when, when you choose that kind of life. And you choose to accelerate fame and celebrity, I guess you kind of have to because you don't want to leave it up to others, other horrible people to make assumptions for you. So you have to do it. It's part of the game. But I don't know. I not working it out. And they said it was work was keeping them apart. And I was listening to a show today and it's like, you know, when I and I can attest to this, when Daryl travels and he's gone for three or four days, it's like, hurry up and get home so we can have sex, please. Like, I'm dying. (laughs) And, you know, and and producer Dub is my Channing Tatum and I am his Jenna. So when he travels, I'm like, I'm either coming to you or you're coming to me. There is no, oh, it just drove us apart. Oh, well, there's no more lust there. You know, no, unless they're getting it from someone else. And so the so being apart created opportunity to get you know get laid from other people then i can see it but if you're really in love and you want to be with somebody the heart grows the heart definitely gets desperate to get laid by the person you've chosen it's not the other way around it's not like well i've lost interest you've been gone a week yeah that's not it so i i call bullshit on that but you know i'm not those people i have no idea but i just know for me if that loving of a relationship like they apparently are Work would not be keeping me from anything. I mean, I it's just not, I don't get that. I've never understood that excuse that they use. Well, you know, we're just going in different directions with our work. It's like, no, 
I don't think so. If you were in Japan for a month, I would go see you. Yeah. But that's just me. And, you know, obviously it's different for people in the military. You can't do that. Well, that's what I was just thinking that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you could never be a military wife. Hell no. I would Well, Victor be. will be gone for two and a half weeks in June. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, I'm coming to see you. No, I can't. Okay, so there are limits to that statement, but it, but military life is is completely different than actors and businessmen. <laughs> you know, that's not the same. No, that's true. That is not the same. You can get on a plane and go see them if you want to. Not military. So yes, you're right. That there that is the exception to the rule. But anyway, I just wonder. I go the the rainbow colored press release and the pretty cursive where it looks like a wedding invitation leads me to believe that it is really really ugly. <laughs> They're trying to like make it as pretty as possible. So when the shit gets real, when we find out all the gross details that we're really not entitled to, the paparazzi photos of yeah of whoever wherever, <laughs> then we'll we'll go. Oh, now it makes all the sense in the world. That's too bad. Yeah, yeah. I was quite shocked when I saw the announcement because, I you know, know there's, there's just some couples you think are actually going to make it. But in, mm-hmm. you know, marriage alone in the United States has a 50-50 chance. And so you yeah. can only imagine with couples in Hollywood, I you know, know, how much more reduced that is. I have to say, though, if I look like Jenna and, T- and Channing, I mean, that's a big... That's a big win. That that is one thing you don't have to worry about is that part of it. It's like, I will always find you hot. I mean, I'm not saying that if you don't look like that, it's harder, but... You know, they have to keep themselves in shape for work and stuff. So, I mean, they're gorgeous. They're both beautiful people. Yeah, they are. That would be a nice thing to not have to worry about. Well, yeah, same thing with Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt. And, you know, she liked him chubby. She said that. She's like, I liked him when he was when he was on Parks and Rec when he was kind of chubby. And then he went all Marvel and became just this stunning Adonis. That would be annoying. <laughs> Why? Well, because, like, you know, if you like him a certain way and you liked him when they were just kind of fat and funny, you know. Yeah. And then they got all in shape and chiseled, you know, this this sex symbol thing and you're just like i don't i mean do you feel like he's a sex symbol i mean i know he was on your free pass list but it's like oh and by the way speaking of our free pass list i've come up with so many other names now that i wish i had you put on there have you yeah well just random ones that i'm like yeah that would have been a better one to put in there because he's he's really interesting oh and you know colin farrell was on my free pass list yeah he's been sober for 12 years Oh, well. and then I found out he's in rehab right now. He did not relapse. He goes in for tune-ups. Tune-ups, okay. Well, it's like intense therapy, I guess. I mean, I guess you know, when, when you go gets to a therapist, an itch or something. Yeah, but I did not realize he'd been sober for twelve years. Whoa, that's really good. Good for him. I think him. that's great. Yes. Yeah. So now he's even more on my free pass list because he's probably showering regularly now, so he probably <laughs> smells really good too. <laughs> You're funny. I know. Speaking of funny, we should do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Okay. Speaking of free passes. Yes. This last week, we went to the little coin store. (laughs) 
But get this, Victor surprised me. I didn't know we were going there. It was his day off and the kids were in school. And so I had my hair down. Fortunately, it was clean, but I had no makeup on and I was wearing my glasses. No! And so Victor's just like, oh, he's like, I want to stop in here at the coin store really fast. He says, I wanted to get some silver. And I'm just I'll wait like, in the car. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. And so I walk in there and he's like, hey, guys, how are you doing? You know, and so we're just chit chatting and we started talking about Easter he says, normally I dress up as the Easter bunny and I, you know, and I just run through the house and the kids don't know it's me. What? Free pass guy. I know, I know. And so he says, but they found my Easter bunny costume this year. <gasps> Aww. He said, I was thinking about hiring an Easter bunny. And then he says, actually, he's like, I told my wife, he says, why don't we hire a couple of uh, bunnies around the house? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What did you say? <laughs> Oh my God, what did you say? I forgot we're doing our awkward moment. <laughs> so I just said, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm sure that went over like a ton of bricks. And she probably pointed to the closet and said, that costume's never coming out again. <laughs> and what did he do? He just kind of smirked and looked down at his paper. Oh Lord, Paula. just kept writing. You know, you try to be funny. You know, you try to be a part of it all. I know. <laughs> that went over like a ton of bricks. That that was even worse. Yeah, I know. Oh god, and the, the awkward silence and the weird the weird chuckle and I don't know if I embarrassed him or if I just embarrassed myself or both. I don't know. I I did I did that to a waiter once. Almost that exact same thing. I almost did that to a waiter. He was talking about how he we were we were at dinner and he was talking about his wife and he said, "Yeah, he's like, well, I have like three jobs. He's like, I do some tech tech stuff and I love to pour wine, so I work at a winery and then I do this." And I said, "Wow, that's a that's a lot of work." And he's like, "Yeah, well, we don't have kids yet, so you know, my wife likes to get me out of the house. So I, I stay busy. And I said, yeah. And then as soon as you have kids, it'll be like, babe, drop the gigs. You got to be home, blah, blah, blah. But it was so like, I started acting like I knew these people and I started <laughs> creating backstories like in my, in like what you just did. You created a backstory. Like his wife had this statement to make about this costume. Like, you know, like she had a playboy bunny costume in her closet. Exactly. And so it's like, I, I started saying, and I called him babe. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and the thing is, is Daryl just sits back and just watches the show because he's seen this so many times. He's just like, oh, okay, so I guess this is happening now. I guess we're creating backstories for this gentleman who has a loving wife and no children. But now apparently Jamie's given him children and he's quitting two jobs to yeah, come right. home and take care of it. This this said child. It was just, ridiculous. it's ridiculous. It, but I was already like... <laughs> nervous because i have such a crush on him and so you know what do you think he do you think victor takes you in there knowing that you don't have your makeup on and stuff like do you think he's doing that on purpose i don't know why he takes me in there it just makes me angry i don't know i mean it's like every time now you're gonna be like well i don't know what you have planned today but hold on i've got to do some i'm putting makeup. makeup on just in case i gotta cover the dark the dark circles at least 
you know. God, well, at least your hair was clean. I don't even know what I was wearing. Ugh, probably one of your long sleeve shirts on an 80 degree day. Something. I don't know. So uncomfortable. So embarrassing. Ugh, it is embarrassing. I can't even remember a time where I went in there looking like good. Just do it once. Just do it one time. And then at least he'll, he'll go, oh, she cleans up good. Yeah. She's, she's because it's always been like just a drop in. And I'm like, yeah. damn it, Victor. I'm like, we can't <laughs> keep. But what am I supposed to tell him? It's like, I want to look sexually attractive to this completely unavailable man. Nice to him. You can't keep bringing me in here. (laughs) Stop it. Stop showing him how bad I look all the time. Right. Although, you know, at some point you're going to lose it and you're going to just say it. I know he knows that. I'm, I'm pretty sure he knows that I have a crush on him. We're not good at hiding our feelings. Right. Ever. On anything. That's why, I mean... Nothing, whether it's positive or negative, it's just not. We're just not those people. What do they say? We're real. We're we're very real. That's who we are. Okay, well, that was a good awkward moment. So my awkward moment included the UPS man. Mm. I know, and and they're all cute. There's no such thing as an ugly UPS driver, at least here. I mean, I've never encountered an ugly one, and it's the same because they, they have routes. So when you have something delivered, you t- you tend to get the same guy. Mm-hmm. But it had nothing to do with him. Well, yes, it did. So I'm working on something in the office. I'm getting ready to do our taxes because, you know, nothing like waiting till the last minute. Okay. First of all, I'm wearing a tank top with a br- with no bra. Okay. And jeans because I was getting ready to go out into the backyard as well. So I open up the door and it's the UPS guy and he's delivering a package that I have to sign for. And so out of nowhere, a goddamn spider comes trembling down into the doorway. Oh, my God. Right in front of me. Now, normally, I would have freaked and screamed very loudly. But because there's a person in front of me, I have to act cool. So this spider is like in my eye line. And it's about three inches away from my face and about six inches away from the UPS guy. It's literally in between us. So I had to go around like it was a a laser beam and go around and grab the package. And I went, ah, a spider. And I batted it with the package. And the guy, the guy starts laughing at me because I'm trying to be cool and I can't. Basically playing pinata with this spider. Right. And here's the worst part. Daryl saw the whole thing on the security camera. Of course he did. (laughs) And he's like, I saw the whole thing. And I said, you did? I go, did you see me? He goes, no, but I heard you. Ah, spider! I was like, oh my God. He goes, I don't think an ugly and awkward moment's ever been recorded before. And I said, well, it's not. I deleted it immediately. I'm like, no, I want no one to see this or hear what I sound like when I'm freaking out about about a spot. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. And what was worse is the UPS guy, you know, who's laughing at me, which he should. He should. It was awkward. It was just an awkward moment. Really awkward, uncomfortable. Nothing can be smooth. Well, I'm surprised you didn't freak out more. (sighs) Paula, I I wanted to. I really wanted to, but I, I had to sign this thing and... If the thing had touched me or landed anywhere, it would have been a completely, it would have been like ninja fighting. Like I would have been (laughs) whacking and luckily it wasn't really, really big because had it been big, there would have been a serious situation, but it was a small one. So I was able to, you know, but then after that, I'm like, I closed the door and I went, well, I hope it dies or goes away because I'm not dealing with it. Yeah, really? It's not there when I go out. And of course, I didn't go out the front door for the rest of the day (laughs) because I didn't want to. I went through the garage because I didn't want to deal with it. 
God, I so. would. I don't blame you. I Mm-mm. I hate it when spiders do that little spindle, like Ooh. you know, sprawling yes. down, and their legs are all flared out. Ooh, God, stop talking! <laughs> oh my God! Speaking of speaking of the other day, Daryl's he's flipping around on Facebook or something, and some fool had posted a picture of uh, they were in like Australia or South Africa, somewhere where the spiders grow very large, and they were biking. And this tarantula was on the road and it ran up this guy's leg. It was so bad. I threw the phone. I said, why are you watching that? I'm like, it was terrifying. This spider, because it did the fast run and then ran up this guy's bare calf and was just sitting there. And I said, what's happening? Why is this happening? I don't want to see it. And then the next day, another spider video with a spider sitting in someone's ear canal. I was like, why am I seeing these things? Why am I seeing these things? Stop it with the spiders. I I can't. I saw a picture of like a soda that you get at a fast food. Yeah. And there was a spider inside the straw. (coughs) No. No. (laughs) Sometimes. Okay. So you hear the statistics of how we probably eat a lot of bugs when we're sleeping. Right. I mean, you've heard it. It's terrifying. You don't want to think about it. But it. I'm sure it happens. Every once in a while, I'll wake up and like the back of my throat will be burning, like a weird burn. And I'm sure that I've eaten a spider of some kind. God, you probably didn't. Well, what do you think it was, an ant? No, it's probably (laughs) your throat's dry. (laughs) No, it's like a burning, like a burning sensation, like poison. I just, I'm sure that it's something like that. I've eaten an ant on accident before and they burn. Yeah, the ants are spicy. They are spicy. Spicier than a habanero, that's for sure. Anyway. All right. Well, I don't really know who wins. I, I, I think I, it's a tie gonna, this week. Okay. I, I'm going to say it's a low-key, low, low key awkward, like 7,000 points. Yeah, I would low agree key. with you. Low-key. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thank you for sending us your ugly and awkward moments. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Please continue to shop on our Amazon link. And also uh, purchase your new spring makeup on Avon. There's some great deals on there. So I encourage you to check out the website. All of the buttons to do Amazon or Avon are on our Ugly Truth page. So it's just UglyTruth.com. And you can uh, find everything you need there for uh, your shopping needs. Yes. Other than that, have a fabulous week. And we'll see you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.